Ryan Cepeda will lead it off for the Cougars as we go to the top of the fourth. We're all tied up 2-2. Cepeda, Jilich, Matthew, 7, 8, and 9 in the order. Cepeda had mentioned uh, only his sixth at bat his last time up, and he walked and scored one of the Cougars' two runs. Well, already coming in the lineup and making a, a difference. So Ryan steps up. First pitch is a foul back for strike one. Game three tomorrow. It'll be 1 o'clock here local time on the Pacific Coast. Uh, 2 o'clock back in Utah. We'll have all the games for you here on your new skin BYU radio network and also ESPN 960 AM. Speedy hits the ball hard. Third baseman Shear backs hands. It throws the first in time for the out. Boy, Ryan hit the ball hard. Good play by Shearer down there at third base. Yeah, he had him played on the line perfectly there. Made a good play. Ball was hit hard. Interesting. They can't have a whole lot of scouting on yeah. Cepedi. Normally, he'd be quite a bit farther off the line. That could have easily been an extra base hit. Jelovich steps in. Uh, Danny singled a run in his first time up. And there's a bunt down the first baseline. First baseman on a one-hop, short hop, catches it. He's trying to push it down the line and just got a little too much of it. Easy play for uh, Ascara down there at first. Two men out quickly here for the Cougars in the uh, top of the fourth. Yeah, just bunted it way too hard. Got to be towards second base if it's going to be that hard. Carson Matthews, fielder's choice, picked up an RBI, so the... Bottom third of the order, very productive in the first uh, time through for BYU. And Matthews hits that one. Uh, Shears got it at third. Throws the first. Cougars retired quickly here in the fourth. One, two, three. And we'll go to the bottom of the fourth. Two, two, BYU and LMU on your new skin BYU radio network. Tommy Delgado steps in, takes the first pitch for a strike. Delgado uh, flew out to center field. Now 1-1 the count on Tommy Delgado, a freshman out of Laverne, California. He's probably familiar with the Jelilich boys, uh, also out of Laverne. Pitch is high and tight, 2-1. The Cougar killer last night had a heck of a day. Delgado batting from the right side. He hitting 283. Has a couple of home runs and 23 RBIs. There's a pitch that's... Down low, ball three. So Walker working behind Delgado here. First pitcher here in the top of the fourth. Ball hit hard but foul down the third base side. McIntyre, the left fielder for the Cougars, are going to have to retrieve that baseball, get it back in. And I was looking at him just before that pitch, and Mitch is still... Shielding his eyes out there. He's the only one in the field that will be impacted at this point. Three balls, two strikes. Pitch from Easton Walker is high and tight. Ball four. So you walk the leadoff guy, and normally these uh, LMU team will be bunning. Chavez steps in. He grounded out this first time up on. Saw one pitch grounded out to the second baseman, Matthews. Yeah, they're all about uh, producing runs and trying to find a way to get a guy in scoring position. They play a lot of small ball. So Chavez, a big kid, 6'5", 205 junior, play at Del Rey, California. Two for three last night. 
He'd had limited action before last night. Only uh, Well, he'd had 84 at-bats, but only 22 starts, so he started the first two games here. For the Lions, and Delgado at first base, and here is the first pitch, and Chavez fouls that one off for a strike. That's one thing you've noticed with this uh, Lion offense is a lot of times they give them one pitch in these situations to see if you can do it on your own, and then... Here comes a sack bunt call. No balls and one strike to Chavez. Hitting 179 on the year. And that's after having two hits last night. So might have been hurt, not sure. but uh, And he looks like the type of kid that can really drive a baseball. Owen won the count as Easton Walker with a runner at first base. Here's the pitch. Ball hit very well deep left. McIntyre going back, makes the catch. Boy, he got a little bit of a late jump on that because of the sun. I think he had a hard time picking that ball up off the bat. You could tell he didn't see that right away, but really, really good adjustment and not to panic right there. Actually kind of went down to his knees to make the catch just to make sure you can see him still lift, you know, shielding his eyes every pitch. That's as tough an outfield defensively for Sun as uh, yeah, we've seen. It is tough. I mean, we have a tough Sun in the left at our field, but it's only for, you know, maybe the first 20 minutes of the game. We're in about an hour and 15 into this game. One man out, one man on, and a quick throw to first base, and uh, Del Gatto. Back in safely, Alex Lambeau, the hitter. He grounded out to the shortstop his first time up. First time the Cougars have retired Lambeau in the series. Hank just flew by, Big Hawk. They've uh, nicknamed He's the uh, the spirit of Hank Gathers, so nice to have him in the ballpark. There's a fly ball. McIntyre's got to come hard. He's not going to get there. Well, again, that was... One of those sun-aided ones where he went back first because he didn't see it real well off the bat and then had to run in and it just drops in front of him down the line. Yeah, he kind of fisted that ball yeah. and uh, looked like a big swing. Very tough for an outfielder to judge that ball. One man out, two man on, and Dylan Hirsch, who singled his first time up, steps in. First a junior out of West Hills, California, 219 average. And as we talked about earlier, the bottom part of this lineup is the one that did the damage last night. And we're seeing really the same kind of thing here tonight for the Lions. As Easton Walker has given up a walk and a hit in the inning. And the pitch to Hirsch is a little bit outside, ball one. Walker wearing number nine on the back of that jersey. Really need the double play ball right here. One ball, no strikes. Hirsch, 5'9", 170. Batting from the right side. And here's the pitch from Walker. That's a down ball two. 
Jason Gill, the head coach in his 11th year here at LMU. LMU uh, here right in uh, Marina Del Rey area of uh, Los Angeles, right by the airport. Founded in 1911, 6,557 the enrollment. 2-0 pitches over for a strike. George Page Stadium here. Seats 600 and uh, a pretty good uh, crowd in the ballpark here tonight. Yeah, there is a really good crowd. Friday night at the park. Beautiful night. Known for the Mikos Blue Monster, 37 feet high, 130 feet wide down the left field line. You've got to hit it over that monster to hit a home run. Pitches outside, ball three. So Easton Walker, normally something we don't see. He's already walked one guy in the inning. He's gone three and one now on Dylan Hirsch. Cougars starting to have a little bit of activity out in the pen from this where they've moved our vantage point tonight over on the other side of the press box, and we can actually see a better view of the Cougar bullpen. Strike two called. Three balls and two strikes. Hirsch wanted to walk. Before that ball was even caught, he's running down to first base. Jared Lesser, I saw him out there beginning to throw for the Cougars. Three and two the count, two man or uh, one man out. And the batter is uh, Dylan Hirsch, and here's the pitch from Walker, fouled off. Tomorrow, Justin Sterner will get the start for the Cougars. Sterner, eight wins, three losses. And he will go against uh, Matt Volker. He's one and three with a 3.89 ERA. He has uh, been a closer at times this year for LMU, and now getting the start in game three against BYU. Three and two the count. Really a different kind of mentality, closing versus starting. It really is. Here is Walker's pitch. Ball hit up the middle. And under the glove of Carson Matthews, a run coming from second base. And he is safe at the plate. Boy, great throw by Jelich and Dan, Mike Littlewood out. Well, that was a bang-bang play at home plate, and Mike Littlewood arguing with the home plate umpire, Steve Fritzoni. What a great throw by Jelich. All the way, didn't bounce it in. And uh, Delgado was able to score from second base. I thought Matthews was going to be able to get to that ball. We're watching that now on replay. And the throw in, I'll tell you, that was a close yes, play. It was. It was really close. Single by Hurst, 3 to 2 now for Loyola. Runners at first and second, and uh, Cooper Yule is the hitter. Cooper uh, bunted back to the pitcher his last time up to move a runner up. Still only one man out. And the pitch is over for a strike. So Easton Walker's given up three runs in three and a third innings here tonight at LMU. 
Now it just looks like LMU's taking the approach of, hey, hit it where he's pitching it. And they're doing a really good job of it. Not over swinging, a lot of ground balls through the infield. There's a fly ball by Yule. That's foul. So 0 and 2 the count. Easton Walker does not have a strikeout in the ball game. He has walked one. As Walker has given up one here in the fourth. And Yule steps back in. That pitch is up high for ball one. That is Lesser who started down at Cal. He's throwing behind the Cougar dugout down the third base side. Bullpens here behind the respective dugouts of LMU and BYU. And here's the one-two. Ball fouled off back into the screen. And, you know, besides the home run, none of these balls are hit extremely hard. They're just finding holes. They're putting the ball in play, and it's just happened to find a hole and, and being able to put up three, uh, two more runs because of that. One ball, two strikes. I know Coach Littlewood wanted to start lesser in that uh, Monday game against San Diego State. And we'll see if he... Uh, Gets in any action in these uh, last uh, game and a half here. Here's the one-two. Yule swings and misses fastball. Looked like out of the zone. Yeah, big strikeout right there. Two men out. Nick Sogard steps in. Sogard is one for two today. Grounded out in the first. Singled in a run in the third. This is the most earned runs that uh, Easton has allowed in any one game this year. As Sogard, the lefty, steps in, and the first pitch is fouled out of play. Well, McIntyre happy the sun's gone down. No no problem now as the light's starting to take effect here in the ballpark. Sogard out of uh, Sacramento. He is a junior shortstop. Kid's got 23 stolen bases this year. Hasn't attempted a a stolen base against the Cougars so far in the series. And here's the 0-1. Ball hit pretty well. Going over is Brock Hill. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. Fly ball out. One run scores on two hits. No errors. Two runners left. We're through four complete. 3-2 LMU over BYU on your new skin, BYU Radio Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Brian Sue leads it off for the Cougars. We go to the fifth. Cougars down 3-2 to LMU. LMU won 5-1 last night. And the first pitch to uh, Brian Sue is a little bit low for ball one. Yeah, last couple innings, LMU's had some really big clutch hitting. Here is the one ball pitch. 
to Sue, and that ball hammered left field. Oyama going over, and he jumps and makes the catch right up against the wall. Sue hit the ball well. Oyama had him played very deep, and he was able to make the catch for out number one. Yeah, absolutely hammered that ball, and Oyama jumps as high as he can, is able to snag it in the gap. Good play. Oyama, 5-2. If he'd been 5-1, probably wouldn't have made the play, but I was amazed at how deep he had Sue played. As Noah Hill steps in, Noah 0 for 2. He has grounded out and struck out in the ball game, and the first pitch to Hill is outside ball one. Cougars came into the week uh, after having swept Pacific up in Stockton. They stayed over, played at Cal, lost a 3-2 game in Berkeley, went home for, what, about 36 hours, jumped on another plane, came down here to Los Angeles, practiced here Wednesday night, lost last night 5-1 and uh, playing here tonight in game two. 2-1 pitch, Hill takes that one up high. Or 2-0 pitch, now 3-0 the count. Yeah, might give him a straight take here. Got to get a base runner with Brock Hill on deck. Chasing a run now. Here's a 2-1, or a 3-0, and that's outs, or inside for a ball. So Noah Hill on four pitches walks. That's the second walk given up by uh, Agnew in the ball game. And that'll bring Brock Hill to the plate. LMU has beaten the Cougars the last four times these two teams have met. Swept them in Provo last year in a very cold and icy series. Yeah, that series was miserable. They played like the home team, like they were used to it. Cougars just couldn't get things going. Pitch to Hale. Curveball drops in for a strike. Well, he's part of the game here where you need your big guys to come up with a big knock. Huge four-hole open again for Brock. Second baseman on the shortstop side of the bag out there at second. And here is the 0-1 pitch to Hale, and that's down low for a ball. Brock singled in the first, single to right, and grounded out to the third baseman. Shear, his last him up. Shear made a good play. Do you think the left fielder, Oyama, could touch the wall if he just reached for it right now? Well, he's, he's awfully close to the track. <laughs> My goodness, he's deep right now. Here's the 1-1. Hale takes that one outside, ball two. Which is probably the smart decision when you got Brock Hale up. Yeah. It's, a, it's a huge wall, but it's a kind of a short porch being 326. So. Well, especially the kind of bounce you might get yeah, off the wall. Absolutely. You've you got to be able to play that to Carome off the wall just like they do at Fenway. Same thing here. you got a huge scoreboard out there kind of into the wall and I'm sure the bounces you might get off that are different. That pitch is inside for ball three, three and one, the count to Brock Hale. Well, great time to hit right here. Be aggressively selective. To get yours, you take a hack. Brock, a 340 average coming in. He just keeps uh, driving that average up. Senior out of Mesa, Arizona, steps back in. And here is the 3 1 pitch. Hale. It's this foul down the third base side. It might have been ball four right there. That ball was inside. Just a little too aggressive right there. Mm-hmm. 
Three balls, two strikes to Hale. Runner at first base, one man out. Cougars are down by a run, 3-2. Top of the fifth, we're at the George Page Stadium here at LMU. And here is Agnew's pitch. That hit him. That just clipped him into the catcher's glove, but just got a piece of him. So a walk and a hit batter. And the Cougars might be in a little bit of business right here as uh, Mitch McIntyre, their hottest hitter as of late. Yeah, this is what you want right here. Coming up, uh, pitching coach is going to come out and have a little chat with Agnew, his first uh, trip to the mound. Yeah, Mitch is one of the hottest hitters on our team. Had some really big RBIs of late. And Got a chance right here. You uh, do. Why don't you talk a little about the young man that you signed uh, to a scholarship uh, that made the papers, uh, yeah. social media? Little Jonah Bradshaw, 13-year-old boy from uh, Harriman. Awesome, awesome kid. He is one of the best. And uh, I think it was on Tuesday, yeah, we were able to have a signing day for him, and he'll be joining us for the next couple of years, being around our team whenever he wants, come to practice, games, do all that, and be part of us. And we're really excited to have him on our squad. He's just an unbelievably smart kid. Has a muscular condition, yes, right? Yes, he does. Where he yep. can't move his arms or. Yep, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, and in a wheelchair. Great young man. Smart kid. Fluent in Spanish at 13. How about that? One man out. First pitch way outside to McIntyre. So Agnew, a walk and then a hit batter, and McIntyre steps in. Uh, Mitch is one for two today. He's blown to deep center field and singled his last time up. I love Mitch's approach. You can just feel the confidence coming out of him right now as he's uh, hit the ball hard twice tonight. Pretty much playing him straight up in the outfield. As Agnew with the uh, one-ball pitch. And that is down low, ball two. Which is kind of where you have to play Mitch because he's got power to right and to left and to straightaway center. So you don't want to shade one way or another because he can beat you at the other spot. He hit the ball over the center fielder's head last night here at Page Stadium. And here is the 2-0 pitch to McIntyre. Mitch takes that one down low, ball three. So Agnew, all of a sudden, the great command and control he was showing early is uh, struggling here in the fifth. Yeah, he he is starting to struggle. Not as sharp as he had been. A walk and a hit by pitch. And now 3-0. LMU, a couple of guys in the bullpen starting to stretch. Nobody throwing yet. And the 3-0 to McIntyre, and that's a strike. Three balls and a strike, one man out. He's at 73 pitches, so you start to get that point in the game where you get a little tired. Got to be really, really smart, aggressive here if you're Mitch. Here's the 3-1. McIntyre hits his ball under the glove of the first baseman. One run is going to score. Here comes Brock Hale. He's going to score. McIntyre around second base, and Mitch is going to end up at third base. And the Cougars have taken... A 4-3 lead. Yeah, I mean, that ball was absolutely smashed right there. Escara barely could even. It went under his legs, but he couldn't even react. By the time he tried to get his glove down, it's under his legs. Ball Great piece hit of hard. hitting right there. They're going to give him an air there, but uh, 
I tell you, well, through the legs, pretty yeah, tough yeah, not yeah. to, but the ball was hit awfully hard he, by McIntyre. He barely could get his glove down. It was hit that hard. One man out. But, I mean, like you said, through his legs, it's pretty much an error 99% of the time. They're an intentional walk. Yeah, they're going to put uh, Clough on, and that's going to bring Deming to the plate with the runners at the corners, and Austin right now just got to make it hurt. Austin, uh, Clough was two for two coming into that at bat, so the intentional pass. And Deming will step in. Cougars with two runs in the inning. A walk, a hit batter, and then the big air, and that ball went right down into the corner. That's how hard it was hit. To go underneath a fielder's, wall, yeah. a fielder's legs, and it gets to the wall, that ball smashed. And, and uh, McIntyre just cruised into third. I mean, there wasn't even a throw. Curveball inside for ball one. This is a big spot right here. Huge, crucial run there at third base. Deming, who's struggling a little bit confidence-wise. You know, he had that tough air last night. You know, got pulled late in that game. Had a big, had a strikeout his last at bat. Just find a way, hit a sack fly here, and get your confidence back. One ball pitch here, the pitch to Deming, and he fouls it off one and one. Well, the Cougars with two in the second. They've scored two here in the fifth. They lead four three, and they're still runners at the corners. One man out. Clough, uh, the leading. Guy on, uh, with steals for BYU. He's got seven. Hasn't been thrown out this year. He's got a good lead. And here is the 1-1 pitch to Deming. He squares the bunt. And on the safety squeeze, the catcher waits a little too long before throwing it to third as Deming went after it, I believe. Yeah, he did. I believe did. it was he, a strike. It, it was a, it was know, a strike. Got, they, they got two balls and one strike on the scoreboard. So we'll see for sure. I thought he went after it. I don't think he did. I think uh, I Jason Hill went. came out and asked the umpire. And I believe it is a 2-1 count to Deming. As the guy at third base, McIntyre, was coming hard. Then he had to retreat. And Cooper Ewell right there yeah, I don't just know made why. the mistake yeah. of delaying yeah, he before held throwing. It. He held it way too long. If he gets rid of it right away, he's, it's an easy back pick. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Deming takes a pitch on the outside corner, 2-2. Two two. Well, 2-2 two two count. Almost had a huge mistake there, but uh, find a way right here to get a job done. Here's the pitch to Austin. Popped up, out of play. You know, Brent, that's the thing in this series that's been frustrating. The bunting. Oh, it's been terrible. You know, we had some really good bunts at Pacific. (laughs) Yeah. But the execution has just not been good. Perfect time right there, too. Yeah. Guys at first and third. Yeah, and LMU has been perfect at it. And that's been the difference, really, in this series is the small execution. And it's something that the offense works on every day. Two and two again on Deming. Fouls another one off. Out of play. Cougars up 4-3 as we play the top of the fifth inning. As Austin Deming, the Cougar first baseman, the shortstop, or the uh, freshman out of uh, Santa Clara, Utah, steps back in. 
And again, another 2-2. Here's the pitch runner going. Pitches way outside. Cooper Ewell down to throw down to second base. And uh, Jackson Clough has picked up his eighth stolen base of the year. And that's a huge steal right there because now you're at a double play. Okay, Demi doesn't have great speed. So now if he hits a ground ball up the middle, it's no longer a double play. It's actually going to score a run. The throw from Ewell was up high. And uh, Jackson's left slid under the throw. And now LNU is going to bring the infield in with a 3-2 count. And runners at second and third. Even a better opportunity right here for Demi. And here's the pitch. And Austin takes it up high. Ball four. A walk loads them up. That's the second walk given up by Agnew in the inning. Bases loaded for Ryan Sapiti. Ryan Sapiti has walked and grounded out in the ball game. Coach Littlewood over to the dugout to talk to somebody in the pen. It looked like he was talking to Kringlin there for a minute. I thought he might pinch hit for Sapiti, but Ryan steps in. With the walk, it does allow for the potential double play ground ball. And Sapiti takes the first pitch on the outside corner for a strike. And this is if you're Ryan, all you're trying to do is just drive a ball in the outfield. You're a power guy. You're a young freshman. Do something productive. You hit a hard contact out last time. You walked your first time. Just get a productive out here with the sack fly. Sapiti steps in. McIntyre at third, Clough at second, and Deming at first base. And here is Agnew's pitch, and Sapiti mm. takes that one mm. over for a strike. So Sapiti quickly down 0-2. Well, at this point now you're just looking for contact. Agnew really battling out there after uh, giving up a couple of walks. He's hit a batter. He's had a big error by the first baseman. Big spot here for the young freshman. Find a way to get a job done. 0-2, that's outside. There's not been a hit in the inning for BYU. Wow, how about that? So you mentioned uh, a couple of walks, a hit batter, and an error. And the Cougars have scored two. And Sapiti getting the opportunity here, only his uh, eighth at bat of the year. Steps back in. Here is the 1-2 pitch. Ryan takes that one on the outside corner. Strike three call. Yeah, you got to swing the bat there. You have to put a ball in play. That's a good enough pitch. You just can't let that go. Tough break there. Jelilich now steps in. Danny and RBI single in the second. Tried to bunt his way on his last one up, grounded out to the first baseman. Again, not a bad idea right here if he could get that ball down the first base side past the pitcher. That's an RBI for Danny, and the first pitch is a curveball, and it's outside. Boy, he just seen nothing but breaking pitches here tonight against LMU. Cougars just can't get the big hit with guys in scoring position. Couldn't last night and have really struggled here tonight with the same thing. Here's the one ball pitch to Danny Jelich, and that ball is down. That ball is thrown down the right field line as Ewell tries to throw out the, the runner. One run scores, two run scores, and they will hold 
Deming at third base, another big error. Two more runs score for the Cougars, and Cooper Ewell had a pretty good chance, I think, to pick him off, but yeah. the ball just got away from him and down into the corner, and the Cougars scored two more. They've scored four runs in the inning with no hits. Yeah, it's the one of those crazy innings, but you're right. Ewell probably has him out. He's yeah. probably back picked at first, and that's not like him. But uh, he's had two bad decisions. He, he would have got the out at third if he would have thrown it right away on the squeeze attempt. And then that one into right field gives up two big runs. And now if I'm Danny, I'd bunt here to really break the back. Two balls, no strikes as uh, Jelilich steps back in. Pitches a curveball outside ball three. And Cooper Ewell no, really is one of the best defensive catchers in the nation. I mean, this kid, we, uh, we we talk about coming down, and we love watching him catch. That's how good he is. Yeah, he's really good. Three balls, no strikes. And the pitch to Jelich is a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. So the Cougars with four runs. There's been two errors, no hits, two walks, a hit batter. And they now lead this one by a score of 6-3. to three. And here's the pitch. That ball hammered. Jelich, left fielder. Yoyama going over. Makes the catch for the out. So the Cougars, four runs, no hits. Two errors, one man left. We are through four and a half. 6-3 Cougars leading LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Oh, the Cougars take advantage of some walks, some errors. They'll take it any way they can get it on a weekend when they're really not swinging the bats that well, but they're now up 6-3 to three over LMU as they score four runs on no hits in the top of the fifth inning. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable right there to be able to score that many runs and not have one hit. Hey, sometimes the way it goes in baseball, you'll take it. And we are going to have a new pitcher for the Cougars. Right-handed pitching uh, Jared Lesser, who got the start at Cal early in the week, will come on and throw for the Cougars and uh, Oyama, the hitter. Yeah, Lester threw, the Lions. Lester threw great against Cali. Just made one mistake. The 1-0 pitch is up high, ball two. Got to get the ball down right here. You've got to make them earn everything because every time you've walked a run in this game, they've scored. Jared Lesser, 6'4", 220 out of Price, Utah. Pitch is over for a strike. Jared, this will be his 14th appearance. He started six games for BYU, 4.19 earned run average. Two wins, a loss. Pitches, well, it looked like a strike. It might sure have been did. up just a little bit. Now count now three and one. Jared Lesser, uh, 34 innings pitched this year for BYU. And here's the 3-1 pitch, and that is down low for ball four. So Lesser walks the first guy he faces. And that will bring up uh, Brandon, Sh- or, uh, yeah, Brandon Shearer, who's homered and flown out in the ballgame. Cougars, uh, I believe McLaughlin starting to throw now in the pen. As we're going to have a short leash right here on Lesser with a three-run lead. 
Yes, you are. Brandon Shear out of Agora Hills, California, junior. Steps in, and the first pitch from Lesser, and that's a pitch on the outside corner for a strike. Well, this is the dangerous part of their order. It's where you have to really execute pitches. Shears home run over the right center field wall, his first of the year in the first inning. And here is Lesser's 0-1. Shear a swing and a miss. Good curveball right there by Jared Lesser. And even better block by Noah. Yeah. Able to keep that in front so that Oyama couldn't advance to second. Great job by Hill. He's kind of been nicked up back there a couple of times. Took a foul ball to his chest. Took one off the wrist. But uh, tough little guy, Noah Hill. As the Jared Lesser with an 0-2 count to uh, Brandon Shear. Trevin Escara on deck. He's kind of the big guy in this offensive uh, team for LMU. And here is Lesser's pitch just a little bit low for ball one. Ball and two strikes to Shear. Nobody out, runner at first. As we play the bottom of the fifth inning here at uh, Los Angeles. Swing and a miss. Big swing. And Shearer goes down on strikes, pitch up and out of the zone, but Shearer went after it, one man out. And Trevin Escara steps in. Lesser can can bring it. He's got some pretty good velocity. Big kid, 6'4", 220. You know, when he's like in the bullpen type role and not a starter, he can run it up there to 92 with a three-pitch mix. As a starter, he's usually more 86 to 89. But uh, he's got a lot of movement on his ball, and uh, it's a good arm. Games earlier today, San Francisco beat Pepperdine. Last time we checked, SMU or SM St. Mary's was all over Gonzaga. That was 6 to nothing in the, I believe, in the second or third inning. Try to get you an update on that one. And San Diego and Santa Clara went a slugfest. 6-4, that game was still in the first inning the last time we checked. Wow, it's a 12-0 St. Mary's in the sixth over the Zags. Wow. wow. Unbelievable. Quick throw to first and back in safely is the base runner. And San Diego now is up 9-6 on Santa Clara in the fifth. Coming into tonight's action, Gonzaga in second place with six losses, 15 wins. They played three more games in BYU, so looks like that'll hold on. They'll pick up their seventh loss of the year. Oh, good curveball drops in at the knees for a strike. Really good pitch right there. Completely fooled Escara there. Trevin Escara, junior out of San Diego. Cougars will head to San Diego State Monday, a night game. That'll be 6 o'clock San Diego time. And here is the 1-1 pitch. Ball hit out toward Clough. He's got it. He'll step on the back, throw to first, double play ground ball. Great job. 6-3. And LMU retired here in the fifth. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We're through 5-6-3. BYU leading LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
New pitcher for Kyle for LMU is Kyle Mora. Mora into the ballgame, wearing number 46 for the Lions. Pretty uh, good record, one win, no losses for Mora. 3.37 earned run average. This is his 19th appearance. He's thrown 34 innings, giving up 25 hits. Opponents hitting 210 off the big right-hander. And the first pitch to Carson Matthews is up high, ball one. Cougars will send one or nine, one, two to the plate here in the sixth as they try to add to their 6-3 lead. If you're just joining us, Cougars scored four runs in the fifth on no hits. There was a couple of errors, a couple of walks, a hit batter. Matthews swings and misses one and one the count. Well, I would like to argue one, but I'm not going to get the win on it, that there should have been a hit. I feel that ball that was smashed by Mitch, but because it went through his legs, they're always going to give it a hit. He didn't, uh, they're always going to give it an error. He barely had time to react, Brent. That's just my opinion, because I'm a hitter. 1-1 pitch. There's a bunt down the third baseline. Matthew's going hard, and he's going to end up with a single. Bunt single by Matthews. Great job. Start off with a leadoff runner. I'm impressed with Shearer. He is... You know, if he had fielded, he tried to field that ball with his bare hand, and I think if he'd been able to field that, he might have got Matthews at first base. The guy's pretty quick, good hands. Made several good plays in the series. Now the top of the order is uh, Brian Sue, base hit for Matthews. Well, Sue smashed the ball last time up. Nothing to show for it. Hit it hard. Left fielder Oyama was able to run him down. He's 0 for 4. He's or 0 for 3, 1 for 7 in the series for Brian Sue, and the first pitch is up high, ball 1. I'm hoping sometime this uh, game we can make that deep playing left fielder pay with a bloop single that drops, right? Because, man, he's deep. He is. Very, he plays a very deep left field, especially against these uh, right-handed hitters for BYU. Throw to first, Matthews back in safely. Carson, good speed. Limited action, does have a couple of stolen bases on the year. Actually, four stolen bases in five attempts. A one ball, no strikes. And a throw to first, and back in safely. is uh, Matthews. Sue steps back in. 0-1-1. Ball hit foul down the third base side. And so Brian stepping in with a, a runner at first base. Would love to move that guy up somehow. And third baseman about even with the bag. He tried to bunt his way on early in the game, and Shear made a good play. Would not be surprised to see him maybe lay one down here. Here's the 1-1. Sue hammers one. Center fielder was easily going to get there. Boy, he had a hard time picking that one up. Yeah, he did. Finally found it. Made the catch for out number one. You can see when a guy's battling trying to find the ball because he kind of put his arms out. Kind of that time of night, dusk, and the lights taking effect here, and one man out, and Noah Hill coming up. Noah has grounded out, struck out, and walked. He was part of that big fifth inning. 
Well, he's the type of guy, too, that handles bats so well. You might see Coach Little would have a little hit and run action here or something. Kyle Mora, the reliever for LMU, and to start this inning, both the starters out. Easton Walker went four complete. And Agnew went five. Cougars lead 6-3 here in game two of this three-game series. And here is Morris pitch, and uh, Noah Hill, big cut, fouls it straight back. No balls and a strike. Cougars 13-6 uh, and six in the conference. I think everybody believes 16, 17 wins will get you into the tournament. But the Cougars right now with that record looking for that number one seed. I think they'd be disappointed if they couldn't get there. Here's the 0-1 to Hill, and that one is over for a strike. Yeah, good spot right there. Caught the outside corner. And Hill, the senior out of Flower Mound, Texas, Got the rally started in the fifth as he drew a one-out walk. A hit batter, an air, an intentional walk, another walk, and then another air thrown in. I got a foul ball right there, yeah, right? Yeah, it was yeah, foul good, tipped good. at the plate. And before you knew it, uh, Cougars put four on the board. Both airs ended up in that right field corner. And the Cougars were off to the races. We are in a different location in the uh, press box here tonight, so you might hear a little more chatter than you normally would as they moved us out of the the booth and into the regular press uh, box area, small press box here, and so it makes it a little bit tougher. Let's just say, Brent, I don't like our new location. Tuck can see about half the field. Yeah, I can't, can't see, see first second back. base. or yeah. Well, can you see second? Barely? I can barely see second, <laughs> but I can't see first or right, right field. And that's where all the action's been down yeah. there. Right, I don't know corner. where the second baseman's playing right now. <laughs> Hill takes that one a little bit low. Matthews uh, faked like he was going to go. I'll be your eyes, okay? Yeah, please do. I'll let you know. Please do. I'm just guessing over here now. One ball, two strikes. I will tell you, Trent Pratt is coaching first base as normal, even though you can't see. He showed up today. That's good. One, two to Hill. That's down low. Cooper Ewell uh, back there behind the plate. And that's where Ewell's so good. He's the best blocking catcher I've ever seen. He puts so much effort into blocking the ball. It's unbelievable. Two balls, two strikes, one man out. We are in the top of the sixth here at uh, Page Stadium. And Noah fouls another pitch off back into the screen. Mentioned big center fielder, 406, 320s down the lines, 365 in the power alleys. Now it gets dark and the marine layer comes in. Ball doesn't carry nearly as well after the sun goes down. And Hill with a 2-2. Pitch is down low, ball three. So Noah, great at bat here, really making 
more a work out there on the mound. That's a fantastic at-bat. To be down 0-2 and come all the way back, great job. Three and two. We'll see if Matthews starts here with one man out. There he goes. Pitches down low. Ball four. So the Cougars, aided by another walk, will have runners now at first and second base. Matthews got a good jump. He's got very good wheels. And now Brock Hale steps in with a chance to do some damage here for BYU. Had a little bit of insurance. That's a big time at bat by Noah Hill. To be down 0-2, to, to work it back to a walk, to... Get Brock Hale up with runners in scoring position. That's what you want in your two-hole hitter. Fantastic job. Look at Delgado on right, how deep he is playing Hale. Yeah. Here's the first pitch to Brock, and that is outside ball one. Brock singled in the first, grounded out in the third, and was hit by a pitch in the fifth inning. Just waiting for him to uh, abuse that right side with just like a little seven hopper through the four hole with where they're playing him. I love when you hit one through the shift. Well, I'd take one over the Blue Monster right now. Yeah, I, I agree. Pitch is over for a strike. Uh, I made a bold prediction at Stockton last week that he'd hit two out there. He only hit one. It had a very good series. Yes, he did. He can make up for my prediction right I think now so. with one I, over here. I think here. it's a good time for him to do that right here. Leads the Cougars with eight home runs. 32 RBIs on the year for Brock, and he hammers one right at the shortstop. Could be two on to second for one. The return to first gets away from the first baseman. Another run's going to score for the Cougars on another error by LMU. Second baseman uh, Lambeau just bounced it over there, and the run scores easily. Carson Matthews and the Cougars have increased their lead to 7-3, to three, another unearned run. Well, that ball was hit hard. And yeah. Uh, Sogard had him played perfectly. And another run scores without a hit in the inning. So Matthews scores 7-3, and that will bring Mitch McIntyre to the plate. With two men out. And a run in. And the pitch, that ball's hit hard. First baseman loves this one, steps on the bag for the out. And the Cougars score one run on one hit. There was an error, one man left. We are through five and a half, seven three BYU over LMU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Cougars leading 7-3. Jared Lesser on the hill. Tommy Delgado steps in. First pitch inside, ball one. Lesser walked the first guy he faced, and he struck out the next guy, and then the double play ground ball. So he's only faced three. Ball fouled up and out of play. Well, that's where you have a four-run lead. Okay, you're in the bottom of the sixth inning. It's make them earn everything. Locate pitches and make them get multiple hits to have to score, and no freebies here. And you've got a bullpen behind you, so you got yep. lots of help. Yes, you do. Four-run lead here in game two. 1-1 one, one pitch is a curveball that's down low for ball two. Delgado, Chavez, and Lambeau do up for LMU. 
Five, six, and seven in the order. LMU with uh, three runs on six hits. Cougars seven runs, six hits. The big difference is LMU has three errors in the ball game. High and tight, ball three. Well, you got to work your way back down in the count here. Get the ball down and make Delgado earn this. 3-1 pitch popped up. Should be playable in the infield. Jackson Clough calling everybody off. Shortstop on the dirt part of the infield. Makes the catch for out number one. That'll bring Chavez to the plate. Chavez will step in. He's 0 for 2. He's grounded out. And also lined out to left fielder Mitch McIntyre. Chavez out of Playa del Rey, California, DHing in tonight's game. Came in with a 179 average and a big swing and a miss for strike one. I mean, swing and a foul ball back into the screen for strike one. Well, you can see why they liked him. The, why, yeah. why they like him in the DH role after yesterday. Here's the 0-1. Curveball missed down low. A ball and a strike. Cougars lost 5-1 last night, up 8-3 here today, or 7-3 here today. And Lesser's pitch is up high for ball two. Nobody in the pen right now working, but uh, McLaughlin has been up. And with Sterner on the hill, and as good as he's been, you know, I would think McLaughlin would be the guy. Yeah, absolutely. If the Cougars uh, need somebody beyond Lesser, that ball fouled off. Yep, he would be the guy. And how about Blake Inouye yesterday? Yeah, got two ground balls. He came balls in and, and did what he was supposed to do. <laughs> two errors. <laughs> I told Coach, I said, man, Blake. And and like you said, he called it. He, he did. He, he told, there comes a, a change-up ground ball, and BYU just couldn't handle it defensively. Here's the 2-2. Swing and a miss. Chavez goes down on strikes. Good fastball right there by Jared. I just love how Jared, how he just, you can just tell he loves being out there. He wants the baseball. And he's just developed and gotten more confidence as the year has gone on. It really has. And, and he's a guy that we're going to need to keep developing because when you get to tournament play, you need a fourth-type starter. I just rem- pitch down, low ball one. I just remember two years ago, Brent, we got to the conference tournament. We lose game one, so then we know we have to win four games in two days. Right, and so we got to play five total games in the tournament, and all of a sudden we turn to Saturday with our rotation arms are gone, and we had to turn to two guys in in Jordan Wood and Kendall uh, Kendall Motes, who are our guys. Here's the one ball pitch up high for ball two, and if those guys didn't put the starts together that they did, we wouldn't have won yeah. the tournament that year. So you have to have the fourth and fifth guy that have the ability to do it, and unless it's starting to show that maybe he can be that guy. 2-0 pitch, up a little bit high for ball three. And, you know, the Cougars, uh, you get into that tournament, you get that number one seed, and the schedule is slanted so much into your favor that it's so important that they keep winning these games and get to that number one seed. There's a 3-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. I wish they would, like, add a fifth and sixth team to the tournament, and then you give the one and two teams a bye. Right, that way you, yeah. it actually means a little bit more besides like the time of day you play it. 3-1 pitch inside for a ball to Lambeau. 
Because especially in like a year like this year where you have six to seven to eight really good teams in this league that are deserving. And imagine if you were the first or second seed and you're able to get a bye. That way now you're facing your number one guy against their number two, and you actually have an advantage. Well, back in the old Mountain West days, everybody came. Oh, wow. I mean, it was, come on. Wow. I mean, we had Air Force. It was one and whatever, 18 in the conference, and they were there. But those first, you know, two two yeah. seeds had buys. Yep. I think through the first two days, actually. Wow. wow. It was almost a week-long tournament. And most of the time, those were played down at TCU. Pitches up high for a ball. Now, was it the be- was it – did it rotate, or is it whoever won the league it was, hosted? Uh, no, I – um, you know that it, it it changed. Yeah. Sometimes it rotated. Sometimes it was uh, predetermined. But TCU was always able to put together the budget. You know, with the with the crowds that they could get, good curveball for a strike, and that's when they were just really becoming a, a nationally prominent team. Boy, under Jim Slosnagel, who was at Vegas, yeah, L V before that, yeah. so. We got to know Jim there and then went on to TCU and had tremendous success and still is. Yeah, he's won a lot of games. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Ball hit down the first baseline foul. He took that TCU team to three, for sure three in a row World Series, but I think four, which is just unheard of. They struggled a little bit last year, and they're, and they're having a down year this year. But uh, we were talking to their assistant coaches at the coaches' convention in January, and he said what hurt so bad last year was like 90% of their signing class signed out of high school. Mm. So what do you do when you got really good, talented players that are coming in that are taking the money not coming to college? It makes it tough. So they had to go find a bunch of late junior college players that made it tough for them. Here's the 1-2 pitch, a swing and a miss. And strike three, and uh, Lester's come in and done a good job. Two strikeouts in the inning. We're through six complete. 7-3 Cougars leading the Lions on your new skin BYU radio network.